Hi, I'm Sarah, and this is the Driver's Seat Podcast, where we chat all things manifestation, self-improvement, limiting beliefs, as well as motherhood and pregnancy. I meet with exciting and informative guests to provide you with tools to help you ensure that you're sitting in the driver's seat of your own life. So if you're looking for ways to make change and take control of your life, or maybe you just need a safe space where you can feel validated, look no further. You've found the right spot. Welcome to the driver's seat. Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Driver's Seat Podcast. Thank you so much for taking time for yourself and for listening to me. This is like a real close to home episode because I'm literally going through it (laughs) right now. My gosh, I'm so overwhelmed and that's why I just decided I'm going to sit down and record. I didn't realize that it was possible to get writer's block, but like in the form of podcasting. (laughs) I know that sounds so ridiculous, but honestly, I just haven't been able to sit down and just talk to myself for a little while and I know essentially I'm talking to you guys but I'm laying on my bed in my bedroom alone so it feels like I'm talking to myself and a lot of the time I either have something that I really want to share with someone else or I'm recording an episode because I feel like it's something I've benefited from and recently I've had a lot of things going on and therefore I actually haven't been taking the time for myself and tonight it's Friday night when I'm recording this and I'm just on my last nerve like I just am freaking out And that's literally not an exaggeration. (sighs) I feel like I can't breathe. And it's not a panic attack. I've had one of those before. But it is like that moment where you feel like there's a thousand things you need to do. But you can't bring yourself to do them. Feels like I'm making myself busy. But I'm not actually getting anywhere. And I'm starting to feel like I've bitten off more than I can chew. So let me give you some context. And then we're going to go into how I'm going to sort this mess in my head out. And hopefully if you're feeling the same way at the moment we can work through these feelings together but yeah let's start with the context obviously I have this podcast it doesn't make me any kind of income I really just do this to help other people so it's not my priority but it is my passion project it's something I really enjoy doing but I understand that it isn't in no way shape or form going to be but I have recently been approached for collaboration which is great. So listen out for that because we will have a lovely sponsored segment in one of the future episodes with a company I'm really excited to be working with. But in its essence, unless I'm approached by someone like I was with this collab, this podcast will never make me money. And I'm okay with that because that's not why I started this venture. So I have that. Then I resigned from my actual job because obviously I've been on maternity leave. I was due to go back quite soon and I've just realized that I'm not ready to leave my child at home. The lifestyle that I was living before having a baby and in that role wasn't going to provide the way that I need to provide for my family now. So I wasn't earning as much as I want to. It also didn't fulfill me in the way that I felt like it was something I could do for the rest of my life. I loved the people that I worked with, but the job role in itself, I know that that's not something that I wanted to do to the grave. So I took the decision to resign, but I am starting my own company doing something completely different that I cannot talk about yet, which is another stress unto itself. What I can say is it's something really creative. It's still in line with a lot of my passions and things that I enjoy, but it's probably not what you would expect. It's government funded, which is great because obviously being a new family, I don't have tons of startup capital and I have tons of guidance 
from a business advisor. So I'm pretty set up for it to be a huge success. Fingers crossed. And obviously I'm manifesting the shit out of it. (laughs) Like (laughs) it's all I think about all the time. So I'm really excited for when I'll be able to share that with you. I'm trying to collect interviewees for this podcast. So I've found a handful of very interesting people that I think you're going to love to listen to that have so many interesting things to share. Each of them has a specific topic that I'm interested in and I'm sure there's others out there that would love to hear what they have to say. But trying to organize everyone's lives is really hard And they are so gracious and so kind. And I mean, they really don't gain anything other than the ability to help other people. Whoever hears what they have to say, I have no doubt will benefit from it. Trying to navigate the logistics behind that is a task unto itself, but also something I'm really looking forward to. And on that note, if you know anyone who you think has an interesting story, something that I should know about and something you think is worth sharing, please do get in touch with me. My email is below. Pop me an email. I would love to contact them and find out if it is something I'd like to include on the podcast going forward. Please understand that this is our community. Although I record and edit these podcasts, I want to share your voices too, and I want to share things that you want to hear about. So if you know someone or you yourself have something to say, don't hesitate to get in touch with me. And then further to the context of my stress, I'm a stay-at-home mum, so I have to clean the house, do the washing, cook the food, run a household, which is a job in itself. And if you are one of those people who wants to tell me childcare and running a home is not a full-time job, you can't sit with me. I'm sorry, but you can't. I am everyone. I'm the house cleaner. I'm the house runner. I'm the mother. I'm the chef. I'm everything. And then I still need to make time for myself, have quality time with my child, have time with my husband, time with my friends. It's just a lot. Like, (sighs) I know that you can relate. It's like one of those moments where you're laying in a ball, rocking back and forth with a to-do list as long as could possibly be. And just staring at this list like, how? How am I going to do all of this? It's just impossible. There's not enough hours in the day. I need to split myself into at least five people in order to get this all done efficiently and on time and properly. So I'm taking some time now because I have been going all day. The entire week I've planned to go to the gym. I haven't gone not once. I have a good excuse in the fact that my child is going through a sleep regression. So often I'm only getting to bed at about one o'clock in the morning and my alarm goes off at half past four for me to get up to go to the gym before my child wakes up. And I know you like screeching at the fact like, oh my gosh, she gets up at half past four in the morning. If I don't, I literally don't get any time for myself and me getting up and going for a walk and going to the gym and moving my body. I just needed to keep sane. And when I'm in a groove with it, it really works well for my mental health. Those first few like days getting back into it are really hard. But when I'm in the groove, it does wonders for me. So getting up at 4.30 is not a task. And also I go to bed typically really early, like eight o'clock nine o'clock at the absolute latest I'm fast asleep so it makes getting up at that hour way easier but like I said haven't been going to bed early because of the sleep regression therefore haven't been able to get up early because I'm exhausted and therefore not going to the gym 
I will say though, exercise is also a very good way to deal with being overwhelmed. The endorphin release is so good for you. We know this. But also exercise often gives you that feeling of accomplishment, even if it's just going for a walk around the block. But it is now, I don't even know what time it is, 11 o'clock on a Friday night. And I'm just going to take a few breaths here and relax myself so I can think clearly. Okay, I'm not going to cringe you out with my heavy breathing into the microphone, but I do feel a lot better after taking some deep belly breaths. So if you are stressing out right now, I highly recommend that you pause this podcast, do a few minutes of belly breathing, and then come back. I feel a lot better having said out loud what's stressing me out, even though it's not actually to anyone. I can acknowledge that it's a lot to do, but I feel like I could be managing my time a little bit better. So with that, what are some things that I can now do to make the next few days go better and to avoid becoming overwhelmed again? It's not going to get easier. These things still need to be done. So I need to change the way that I'm approaching these tasks And I need to take steps to make sure that I'm not only doing them the best that I can, but also that I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying doing these things, the things that I should be enjoying. There are a number of tools that I can use now to help me cope better with my to-do list. So what I'm going to do is I have my master list, let's call it that, of the thousand things that I need to do. But I think I need to put them into categories priority. So what's going to happen first and what is most importantly needs to be done. If you are in the same situation as me, we can do this together. I'm going to look at my list and decide what does not actually need to be focused on. There's nothing on my list that are without my control. Otherwise, they shouldn't be on my list because I can't worry about them, right? So make sure that everything on your list is something that you actually have control over. I have zero control over the fact that my child is going through a sleep regression. So I'm not going to write on my list that I need to get eight hours of sleep because I'm never going to achieve that at the moment. I'm asleep when I can. So if you have something that's in line with that, something that you know for a fact you can't control, but it is ultimately going to affect how you're operating at the moment, you need to accept that you have zero control over that element. And therefore, there's no need to put extra pressure on yourself or to waste worry over it. Another way that I'm going to ensure that I'm productive over the next few days is delete the apps that take up space in my life. So I don't about you but often I'm like stressing out my computer freezes for like a second and somehow I find myself on my phone like 17,000 pictures deep into Instagram but somehow my thumb thought that was way more important than just patiently waiting the three seconds my computer was frozen in order to continue my work when I realize I've done it I think to myself how did I get here how am I on Instagram again Or I'm listening to some amazing singer on TikTok. How did that happen? I was just doing work five seconds ago. And all of a sudden, half an hour has been gone. And uh, all I've done is move my thumb around on a screen. I know that you can relate to that. So removing apps on my phone is the only way that I can get shit done. (laughs) And I know some people will think that's a little bit extra. I have really tried the downtime thing on the settings in your iPhone. You can give it a try too. Will you put like a time limit? 
limit on your certain apps of how much time you're allowed during the day. It gives you the option to ignore. Ignore for 15 minutes, ignore for the rest of the day. Well, I think it worked maybe twice. And then after that, it was like, oh, 15 minutes. And then it comes up again, 15 minutes. Later. Oh, just another 15 minutes. It comes up another 15 minutes. Later. Never mind. I'm over it. The rest of the day is out the window. So the only way that I can operate is to delete my apps, reinstall later when I want them. It's a bit extra, but it's what works for me. So the tip here is to remove or somehow limit the apps that are taking up space where they don't need to be. You will have time for yourself because we're going to make time for ourselves. If you choose to use that time to scroll social medias, you do that. But if you want to be productive and get stuff done, I'm telling you, it's so easy to waste time on your phone. So let's prevent that before it even happens. Okay, so we have quite a few techniques available to us now. But before I move on to the next one, asking for help, I just want to recap. First, we're going to take some deep belly breaths and we're going to write it all down. We're going to prioritize and do the things that need to be done first so that we have a clearer picture and more actionable steps as to what we need to get done. So this creates a bite-sized portion for you to complete and that makes it seem much more achievable than your overarching master list. We're going to forget about the stuff we can't control and we're going to limit the time we use on social media apps during the day. Okay, the next thing is ask for help. This is something that I still work on. It is so hard for me to give up control for anything. I often think like my poor husband, he'll be like, I'll do the dishes. And I'll be like, oh my gosh, you stacked the dishwasher wrong. What is wrong with me? It doesn't matter as long as the dishes get clean. That's what matters. Because of my control freak energy, I really have to pull myself back and accept that I might not know everything. And maybe the way that other people do things is just fine. I don't know if you can hear it my voice how uncomfortable that concept makes me but I have done exactly that I've asked a loved one in this case my husband for help tomorrow he's going to take my son out for a little while they're going to do some stuff I'm not going to have to worry about being a mum for a good few hours there's a lot off my plate already there's a few things on your list I'm sure you can ask a friend to help with if that's walking your dog or coming over and helping with laundry your real friends will do that kind of stuff for you and I want you to think about the people that you would do that for if one of your friends called you and said listen I'm so stressed I actually am not functioning properly as a human right now and I really need your help would your answer not be no problem how can I help you and if they said actually I just need some help with laundry and tidying up maybe there's a thousand other things on your list that you can think of that you could use help with actually I need some help replying to emails whatever it is you would without a doubt help a friend in need so why do you feel like your friends wouldn't help you because I'll tell you for free that's not a them issue that's a you issue but we'll go into that in a whole nother podcast you just need to get on the phone and ask for some help to get through this moment we're also gonna be aware of our limits So I can accept that I function a lot better and I'm in general a happier human being when I've had more sleep. Because of the way my life is set up at the moment, I don't often get more than five hours of sleep 
in one shot. So I will fully include time in my day tomorrow for at least a one hour nap. Typically it's while my child is sleeping so when he has his afternoon nap I have like an hour while he has two hopefully two hours. So it gives me one hour to nap and then one hour without him to do anything else that I need to do. And again that might sound really extra but if you know that you're going to get to four o'clock you're going to hit a wall and you're going to become super unproductive unless you have a nap or unless you take some time to meditate or go for a walk or have a coffee with a friend then you're only doing yourself service if you actually take the time out to do those things because I know that if I don't take that hour it will get to four o'clock and I will do what I've done this afternoon where I make myself seem busy but I'm actually not achieving anything and that's not helping me get closer to my ultimate goals so figure it out what is that for you what is that hour for me it's a nap for you what is it what's that reset probably somewhere in the middle of the day that just helps you keep going and I also want to say it doesn't need to be once if you're one of those kinds of people who like can smash it out for half an hour and then needs a 15 minute break be good about that I have a friend who works for 45 minutes and then has a 15 minute break and she has a timer she literally times herself for 15 minutes whatever she can do in those 15 minutes is up to her like if that's what listening to part of a podcast going to the bathroom getting something to eat like whatever she wants to do in those 15 minutes and then as soon as that timer goes off she's back on it now I don't have that kind of discipline so me I smash it out when I'm in the zone you can't break the zone I can sit there for a good few hours and just get shit done if I'm uninterrupted by tiny human and then I need like a solid break like I just need a decompress from my rapid thought processing so yes that's another concept for you to deal with being overwhelmed and how to continue being productive through the feeling of being overwhelmed this is not a wind down time because I have one of those coming up too in fact let's jump into that concept right now when you have a thousand things to do you climb into bed and you start having the best ideas if your name is Sarah that's that's what happens I'll stare at my computer screen for a solid 15 minutes with absolutely no clue how to word what I'm trying to say or have no inspiration at all not a single idea on whatever it is I'm working on but the moment my head hits the pillow bing genius strikes again and often I just grab my phone next to me start chopping out whatever it is because if I don't tomorrow I will have forgotten it so what I'm gonna do tonight to avoid these thoughts popping into my brain in fact it's probably something I should be doing every day and I used to do quite typically but yeah like I said a little overworked at the moment is I'm gonna have a chamomile tea I'm gonna put on like my really nice smelling diffuser next to my bed dim the lights do a long little when I say long it's four steps instead of three in my skincare routine at night and just take some time to unwind to really settle my mind before climbing into bed no tv no phone I might even be really out there and read a book I know unheard of I need to prepare myself for a very good sleep so that tomorrow I wake up rested and restored when you have all these thoughts going on in your mind I often wake up in the night thinking about things I just feel unsettled in my sleep and I wake up tired and that also will lead to being more unproductive the next day so figure out whatever it is that you want to include in your wind down routine and start implementing that now tonight and then my final tip is a reward 
if you're a millennial like me, we thrive on being rewarded because we were handed participation medals just for coming last in the school gala. Yes, I remember it like it was yesterday. But we were constantly being glorified for achieving most of the time, not that much. And therefore, I work very well with being rewarded. And since I'm an adult now, I have to reward myself. It's not as much fun, but it still makes me feel good. This can be anything, anything that feels worth working for. Yes, you can go out and spend money on whatever it is. I know a few months ago, for me, it would have been a lovely new item of clothing to wear next weekend. But I'm trying to save my monies and learn to invest in myself and my business. And when I say invest in myself, I mean like educating myself and bettering myself. Not, But you figure out whatever it is that you want to reward yourself with. I tend to use food because I'm a foodie and it makes me really happy. So it'll probably be like a nice meal next week, Friday, and a self-care night. That'll probably be it like to get through this week. And finally... My last concept, gratitude. I said it before, I'll say it again, I'll say it another 3,000 times probably throughout my recordings of this podcast. Gratitude is the highest functioning vibrational frequency. Let's sit down and appreciate that all the problems we have, good problems to have. No, I'm not talking about the really hard ones. There are some problems that are not great to have. And if you're going through something really hard, please get in touch. Go talk to a mental health care professional. Bone a friend. You don't need to go through the hard stuff alone. But if you are just feeling stressed out about general life stuff like me today, I want you to sit down and really appreciate that once upon a time, you probably were praying for these problems. Although I'm super overwhelmed, I'm just needing to remind myself that these are great things happening and that this too shall pass all the hard times passed before to bring me here and I've survived 110% of my worst days and you will too so try and find it within yourself to be grateful for the hundred thousand things on your to-do list wow well I don't know about you but I'm feeling like I can probably get this shit done I'm feeling a lot less overwhelmed And I hope that you are too. Just know that this community is here to support you. Please join us in our Facebook group or feel free to email me directly. I do check my emails. I respond. I'm in my DMs a lot. Sometimes your message might get stuck in my request. Send me another one. I don't mind double, triple, quadruple messages. I'm here for it. I'm so that kind of person. I want to support you in everything that you're going through. I'm here to cheerlead you on. I hope that whatever brought you to this episode that's making you feel overwhelmed doesn't feel quite as big and that you feel prepared to take it on this week. I'm sending you so much love and light. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Driver's Seat. I know when choosing a podcast, you have numerous options, so I'm grateful that you chose to spend your time with me. If you found this episode insightful, please do share it with a friend. This is an independent podcast run by this mama and this mama alone. So your support really does mean the world to me. I'd also love to hear your thoughts on my podcast. So please leave a review on your chosen platform. I'm always open to your feedback. If you'd like to get in touch with me, you can find me on Instagram. My tag is the driver's seat podcast, or you can email me using the driver's seat podcast at gmail.com. I've linked those details for you below. I'm sending you so much love and light. Until next time.
Enjoy the drive.